Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Outstar, episode 210. And today we're here with Sky Sunner of everything. Sipping <laughs> with Sky, the happy place, uh, aka Sam Sadkoy Liquor. Uh, you're the man, bro. What's up, brother? Chilling, brother. Always a good time hanging out with you, man. I know, man. Dude, this is the second time in two weeks, bro. Yeah, man. I love it. Yeah, it's funny. You just came over. We were just chopping it up, and it almost turned into a whole little podcast right there. I know, you know? dude. So a uh, quick recap for anybody that doesn't follow the vlog. The other day, we went to uh, Sky's Liquor Store because he has a podcast studio there. We went to check it out, and uh, you know how it goes with podcasters, bro. We just start talking, and then we're like, hey, let me turn the mic on real quick. <laughs> and then we yeah. had like an hour and a half convo, dude. That's crazy. I love it, bro. And then you hooked me up with some of these beers right here, non-alcoholic. Yeah, and they actually taste like real beer, which is cool. So know? we're going to, I'm going to pop one open right now, Let's man. Do Let's do it, bro. Sky. Cheers, bro. Cheers, man. Thank you. Mm, and I'm fucked up already. <laughs> so, Sky, what's up, man? How's everything, dude? Everything's good, man. Just uh, getting back on the grind. Um, really trying to just really get into it. I wish uh, I wish I kept grinding through this whole COVID thing as much as you did. Bro. Yeah. I mean, we were having that conversation before, and uh, I felt like I had a couple of months where just I literally wasn't being productive. And yeah. Making excuses, which isn't something I normally like to do, but you know, with uh, with COVID and feeling weird and with all the crap going on, it's just like I, I couldn't be myself, right? Yeah, I'm like a really social person, and I'm out out and about. And then for a couple of months, when I was just kind of stuck at the house, just going to the store and back, and I I, I just wasn't feeling it. So yeah. now it, it feels good to be back in my element, you know, for this last month month and a half. So yeah definitely man this covid time has just been weird for everybody you know when we were talking i was saying that like uh we're used to putting up we're used to dealing with things that they'll just pop up out of nowhere and, and then we'll just uh you know tackle that task or whatever and we're used to that problem solving right but then when this problem came along i was like whoa this is a little bigger problem than i've ever dealt with you know, and, and you being just such an active person, someone that's always out and about doing things, meeting people, networking, shaking hands, it kind of put a, a big halt yep. to what you had going on. And man, that, that'll bring anybody down, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it really messed me, messed with me because I'm such a social person. Um, I mean, luckily, you know, still had um, the store, which I, I was still operating, still running um, and I have a great team behind me. So, yeah. You know, everything was good with that. But, you know, the podcast is my my passion project. Yeah. You know, and then uh, with what I want to develop on the property um, where the store is, mm -hmm. um, all that kind of just all those conversations kind of stopped for a while. Yeah. And just started reopening a lot of conversations, which is uh, which is exciting, you know. I feel like things are kind of getting back towards normal. So yeah, you know, I could agree with you, man. It's just been such a such a weird time, and then uh, you know, it seemed like we were just business as usual. But it was an active effort for me to keep pushing and keep moving on, and not to listen to that voice inside. This kind of scared, scared of what's really going on. You know, I'm the uh, I'm the head of the family, so I have to put on that face all the time like everything's I, perfect i can't be scared man i can't because i have my family that that looks towards me i have my employees same thing as you you know but that that still exists even though i don't show it it still exists inside of me and who knows man i don't know if i'm doing it the right way maybe one day this shit is just gonna you know manifest into something else 
or maybe I'm able to handle things that I never thought that I could handle before. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm doing it good or bad. I just know I, that I'm I doing could, it. I, I could tell you one thing. The fact that you're doing it and you're so consistent with everything you're doing, every every grind that you got going, you're, you're, you're doing your daily vlogs. I see how much time you're putting into it, time you're putting into your business, the way you're communicating with your whole, like your whole fan base and all your friends and customers. I mean, that's, that's dope. I mean, yeah, you're, you. you're, the thing is, this is when you do what you're doing and you continue to do it, you just get better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if, if your skill level, when you started, wasn't as good as somebody else's, you're going to make up for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And next thing you know, all of a sudden people are going to be like, damn. Yeah. I wish I could do it like he did, but they don't know how much work you put in. Yeah, definitely, man. There was times when a quarantine was going on and uh, I was still coming to work. We never took a break off. Only for two weeks, my guy didn't come in, but I was coming in every, every day. And I'm just like, damn, man, I wish I could just post up a little bit. But then the other side of me was like, yo, if you slow down right now, all the momentum that you had going is going to slow down. And then when, every, when the lights turn back on, everybody's going to start from square one again. You know, so it's just in my head like, yo, bro, it took way too long for us to get this momentum going. We got to keep it going. Yeah. You know, but... It could be that still I'm still relatively new in this lifestyle 10 years in. I mean, what, you're 16 years in deep already? Yeah. Bro, that's 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 almost two times as much as I've been into it, you know? You have uh you have a lot of equity in this game, man. You know, I mean, I I just was in a situation where um you know, 16 years ago to become a business owner, it was in a it wasn't a, a regular situation, yeah. you know, it was different. Um, it was, you know, with the family. So like my, my dad and my mom, they owned the business. And at that time I was about to leave cause I just went in there to help out. Yeah. You know, I've done that multiple times for multiple businesses of theirs. I go in, I boost it up and then I leave because I'm like, I, I already got it up. You know, business is good. And now I need to go get a job where I can really get paid. Yeah. And, you know, years, 16 years ago, um, an opportunity happened where my parents were like, hey, just buy it from us. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm happy I did that because before that I was literally all the money I was making, I was spending. Yeah. So I was wasting my money. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I feel like that's a problem with American culture, right? Yeah. It, you know, we're American as fuck. But at the same time is, is like we have like our different roots, right? my family comes from india when they came to the u.s they like slept on the floor and stuff mm. you know what i mean like yeah. they didn't even have a bed it was like throw a blanket on the ground and you know do your thing so like for me to see that struggle and then when i got when i got into my business i had to do that same struggle so instead of me making a lot having a lot of cash flow i was tight yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's crazy to see that you know it was 16 years ago and how how rough it was starting your own business and how much energy and effort you got to put in and how much little you get out of it yeah. other than the satisfaction that this is mine. You know, like there was years I was like, oh my God, I would have been better off getting a job. But you know, after you put in all that work and effort, you know, next thing you know, 16 years later, you're just, you're, I'm over here chilling yeah. with Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Sharing a brewski. You know, yeah. I have been drinking 10 years, bro. Cheers. I'm getting fucked up today. <laughs> this this non-alcoholic beer. Shout, shout out to Athletic Brewing Company. We're drinking that upside down. It's good, dude. You know, when you gave this to me the other day, um, it got the sensation of, of alcohol 
like the uh the, the coldness you know the bubbly feeling mm-hmm. the hops yep. i don't know if it has hops it but does, it does. okay i could i yeah, could taste the hops go. in it but so next next time i do like a beer video i'm gonna have to do a non-alcoholic video with you bro yeah no for, i'm with for it for the gram yeah. right <laughs> you know so you talk about your your parents that they were um they had to sleep on the floor and stuff you know the way that I look at that is that's a strength right there, you know? And that's why I feel like so many people that migrated to this country, they have an advantage over people who were just born here because they understand what they don't have and the opportunities that they have here. So their their hustle is just turned all the way up. You don't ever see somebody that comes from a different country and they're here and they're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to. I'm going to be lazy or whatever. You know, it's rare that you'll see that. More so, you'll see it like, yo, my parents immigrated here. They worked their ass off, and now we have multiple businesses. Yep. You know, and, and people who were born here who had these kind of um, opportunities already off the bat, they don't even realize that they have the opportunities because they've never even struggled before. And I think the biggest problem is, is we're taught as American society, if you get a dollar, spend it all mm. right and then when you get your tax rebate then go spend that on something else that you want. <laughs> yeah 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 right? i mean don't get me wrong I, I encourage people to buy things that they want but the problem is is they're not putting money aside to save for their dreams yeah right and then th- the problem is this is is if you if you don't have a big enough dream and you're not working towards your dream right first of all number one number two is, is if you're not putting money aside for your dream you know, you don't need a ton of money to start a business. I mean, when you started, like you started with the time. I started with their their money. <laughs> exactly yeah. right, and you're you're working at Best Buy and you know running your business. Yeah, and you came to a point you're like, I can't do this Best Buy thing. I got to do this right. So, I think I think like the American society, they got to realize that you can't sit here and complain about not having something if you're not willing to save the money for it or work work your ass off for it yeah like like look at you i mean you were still doing two episodes a week yeah during co- you know covid like that was crazy man but it's that type of work ethic that makes you different than everybody else yeah you know i, I totally agree on that about you know if you want to be a business owner saving money and things like that because um you know if you want your dreams to grow you have to have a realistic means of how those cr- dreams are going to grow. You know, I'm, I personally don't like money anymore just because of the person that it made me when I was younger. You know, I spent so much time thinking about money and just thinking of how to get it. What can I do to get it? And, and putting fucking the money on a pedestal, you know, thinking that's the almighty. Now, the way that I think about it is like, bro, I don't care about the money. I care about what that can make me do which is like the guy we just hired to to pretty much videotape us all day to do the daily vlogs because that is something that I wanted to do. So being good with money, I was able to do that. But the actual what money is, what it represents, the materialist, materialism of money and buying things and this and that is, that's something that I'm really trying to not subscribe to anymore, man, the older that I get. Yeah. I mean, the thing is this, is if you're buying something that's going to depreciate versus something that's going to appreciate, you know, one of the, the best decisions that I made was to buy the real estate that the store sits on. Yeah. Right. And I bought it at a time where it was really tough for me and it was really expensive, like for me, like as a payment. Um, but I did it because it was best for my whole family's interest. 
it was easier because then my dad and you know my parents didn't have to worry about all the bills all the taxes and everything on the property so then i straight up i just bought it i took it over and at that time it was really tough but i'm happy i did it because there were so many years that i didn't see money much money coming to me yeah right because i struggled because i'm making these payments right you're paying twelve thousand plus you're paying thirty thousand dollars a year in taxes you know so you're paying all this money and you don't see any of it but at least i was building the equity in the property yeah and i was able to rezone the property now it's zoned mixed use commercial oh got you very cool you know which cost me about 100 grand to you know that whole process but the thing is just doing all these things and investing money into my future versus spending that money which i used to do when i was younger so yeah. when people are doing this i'm i can't get mad at them because i did that shit. yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah Definitely, and I and I think that conversations like this are great to have because we're not coming from a scolding kind of place. Not at you all. You know, everything that I talk about, and even if it seems like I'm condemning it, there's a reason why I am because of a path that I've went down before. Even we were talking about on your podcast. You know, my my thing was though. Let's. It's Thursday night. Weekend's getting started. We got to go get fresh. We got to go out to the club. We got to get some drinks, maybe a bottle. I got to be seen out there. For what? Why? I have no I have no interest of being seen right now. You know, I have no interest of going out there and socializing with people because back then those people that I was socializing with, they were as lost as I was. Yeah. We all had nothing to do on the weekends. We all had no motivation to do anything but to go out and try to forget about our lives. That's base that's the way that I looked about. I looked at it. Go out there, try to have a good time. You know, what does a good time really consist of? Like we used to just post up on the wall. We just post up right there watching people and shit. And I'm trying to kick it with these guys, you know, because I'm like, hell yeah, we're just chilling right here. My man, I should have been fucking dancing with some girls or something. Like what what image was I trying to put off? Yeah. You know? And I didn't even think about it at that time. I mean, if you really break it down, I mean, that's that's one thing that I've been doing a lot, like f over the last maybe eight to 10 years and more recently over the last five is I'm making sure that I'm associating with people that have that energy and that are moving forward or doing something positive. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we are some of who we surround ourselves with. Definitely. That's why I like being around you too. I feel Thank like you. both of us, I mean, I see you grind. I'm like, fuck, he's did two episodes. Oh, now he's doing the vlog. Okay. I got no damn excuses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're hanging out with somebody else and they're just like, Oh my God, sky, you did this. Like, that's cool. Oh, you have that. You have that. And you start feeling good. And then all of a sudden you're just like, you're comparing yourself to other people yeah. that aren't necessarily grinding it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even about success, right? To me, it's about the grind, yeah. right? If, if I just surround myself with all people that are grinding hard, right? And within that, you have a couple of people that are smart with this, some are smart with that, some are good with this. You can learn from everybody else, but you feed off of each other's energy. Yeah. So I'm trying to just have all of my friends that have that positive vibe, that good energy, like, you know, whether they're working for another business, whether they're the CEO of another company that own the company, whatever it is, like I like to surround myself now people that are motivating me to kind of move forward. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's huge on you because that shows that, that you don't have an ego. You no. know, when you have an ego, you want to be around people that you're doing better. You want them to be like, oh, you're doing the best. You're doing the best. So you could feel good, you know, but 
if that same person you put them around somebody who's hustling harder you're just shitting all over their ego because now they realize like oh shit i'm not doing it like sky is doing it you know but then when you get to the other side and you're like yo you you're way better at this than i am maybe i'm better at this than you are none of that has to do with anything dude like what are you good at how did you get good at that how can i get better how can at i it? get better at it exactly dude and you're around people like that you're just gonna grow and grow and it's a beautiful thing man you know the things that i used to hold on to as tightly as possible that that who defined me were, were such a, like the worst traits that you could be you know ego wanting people to like you for material things you know not knowing who you truly were or what what you stood on uh, you know those kind of things that make somebody a solid human being those were the things that i wasn't really focusing on i was focusing on the outside image yeah but the inside i'm like yo i, I wonder i wonder what they think of me you know yeah. and it's it's just uh I mean, it's, it's like your own prison too I mean, it's a growing process. We all yeah. go through it in our own time, you know, and sometimes there's still small parts that we'll still struggle with. You Hell know what yeah. I mean? Like I have like, it's funny because I have a couple different personalities, right? I have fun guy sky that I'm the, the party animal. and like, not, not like I don't go to the clubs or anything, but like we're at festivals, we're doing stuff. I'm the guy that like hypes everything yeah. up. I'm the party guy. But then also like I'm, I'm the family guy. And then I'm also, you know, the business guy. So I have different hats I put on and I adapt to the different energies. But before it was almost like you kind of get caught up mm -hmm. in fun guy sky, or mm -hmm. you get caught up too much. But when you come to the self-realization that, hey, like I need to set these boundaries for myself, right? In each single, in, in all categories of your life that this is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to do. This is what I need to do. I need to take care of my priorities. And I feel like with, with our whole life, it's always about growth, Yeah. right? As long as tomorrow we're better than we were yesterday. You know, as long as we keep making those improvements, I think we're, we're, we're gonna head off in the right direction. Yeah, definitely, man. I've been looking at things nowadays. It's like, okay, cool. Today's today. You know, let's let's hustle out today, and we'll recap tonight how everything went. You know, oh man, I that went kind of bad. That made me feel bad. Oh, that was good. You know, I like that. Let's do that again. Next day, recap. All right, let's go out again. Let's try it again. You know, when you when you look at that, it kind of takes away from you know the all the stresses that you have going on. Like I'm not thinking about what I have to do next week. Yeah. You know, I'm not thinking about next month. I'm not thinking about the holidays or the election or the baby's coming, whatever. I'm not thinking about that stuff right now. It's just like, you know, one day at a time. I'm gonna try to do the best that I can today. If something doesn't work, then that's a lesson that I learned. Yeah. But it just um that's been helping me out a lot for sure. All right, guys, we got to take a quick break for our sponsor, Heel Toe Auto. An important part in buying Honda parts online is making sure that you can trust the company that you're dealing with to get you the right parts reliably. That's what Heel Toe will do. You spend a lot of money and you spend a lot of time researching your build. The last thing that you want to do is send cash to a website where you may never see it again or worse yet, never see the parts. With Heel Toe Automotive, an 18-year history and track record is part of the deal. 
Hilltop brings you deep industry connections. Marcus knows everybody. Professional part recommendations, alternative ideas when your parts aren't available, and they'll even contact you with something on your order looks out of the ordinary before shipping. That's the greatest because sometimes customers put that weight on you and say, hey man, my car's on the lift, I need my stuff. And then we're like, well, you shouldn't put it on the lift if you didn't have the parts, my guy. But with who? <laughs> such a dick with Hilto's unique checkout it allows you to select a deadline to receive your parts so if you do have your car on the lift you can uh you can plan it out correctly with the company that you're buying the parts from you can buy parts anywhere online but Hilto knows what truly matters to an enthusiasm Hilto you could buy parts online anywhere but Hilto knows what truly matters to an enthusiast professionalism swiftness and accuracy heeltoe is in your corner visit heeltoeauto.com or you could text or call them at 949-295-1668 guys just text them right now and tell them thank you for supporting downtime with downstar 949-295-1668 and check them out on instagram at heeltoe automotive and uh back to the show yeah that's great man um and you know what i, I usually try not to worry about also things that i can't control like you know you're talking about the election you're talking about what's going on i'm usually the type of person to ignore it yeah. i don't watch news i don't do this i don't do that but this whole covid thing kind of really it, it's it was weird because i never watch news because i hate all the negativity all they want to do is put people against each other because that's what gets the views yeah right definitely so normally when it was came to news and you know the election i was all like i was all like and i'm like what the fuck am i doing i <laughs> yeah. need to I need to be go back to myself, understand what I need to do, and it's do exactly that. Let's worry about what we can do today and what's next month, next year. You have a schedule of what you want to get done. But if you can't do anything to help that cause or it's not going to do any difference, why are you worrying about it? Yeah. Right. And it's and it's so easy to say, dude. I was just talking to one of my guys out there and I'm telling him some advice and then I said, "You know what, bro, but I've told myself the same exact advice and I didn't take it. It's hard. I it, It's hard for me to even say it. I'm looking at it. I understand that this is the right path to go down, but I still don't go down that path sometimes. You know, so sometimes you'll even know inside of your head, oh, yeah. but it's just like you just got to go through the motions of life, dude. And when it when it's time, it's time, you know? Yeah, no, for real. But uh, let's talk about the podcast, man. So tell me about your passion project. How did this even turn into a passion project for you? How did you know that this was a lane that you wanted to go down? You know what? It's just something that... So in the beginning, I didn't really know much about podcasts back in the day. My wife was big on them. But I once I started... Uh, once I jumped on like your podcast, I jumped on a few other podcasts. Um, and to me, it was... I was like, I like this, yeah, right? And the thing is this, I'm a big, um, you know, Diego Rodriguez. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. One Shout of my best Diego. friends, right? He was just my uh, my first guest back um, since, you know, quarantine. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I love about Diego is he's always about being a hype man to all his friends mm -hmm. and his people, right? And that's how I am too. It's like, I just want to bring everybody up. I want to show everybody who this person is, what they do. And I just want to support my my group and my local people. And the way that I saw the podcast game is I'm like, this is the best opportunity to highlight people that 
don't get the recognition that they need. You know, I'm over here. I feel like I get too much recognition. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to like put some put some lights on people that deserve it. Yeah. That really like nobody really knows about or not enough people do. Or if I can introduce 10 people to this person, great, you know, and show them what they do. And if they do home mortgages or if they do this or they do that, I can connect somebody. Great. So I saw that as something that I really enjoyed. Number one. Number mm-hmm. two is how much you learn. Yeah how much you grow as a person by sitting across from somebody having a long conversation. I mean, who the fuck has a two hour conversation, hour and a half conversation anymore? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I have a few friends or, you know, I have a brother-in-law of mine, Rupi Chima out of Vegas and I'm on the phone with him for 45 minutes an hour. Right. Yeah. So there's a few people, not very many, but to be able to sit down with somebody and you really get to know them, you get to understand their mindset and you understand what works for them. And if you can take some of that, I feel like this is like a growth process for me. I grow every time I sit down on the mic with somebody, but also it's just something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like work. If I don't get paid for it, I don't care. Yeah. Right. If I'm, if I'm luckily we're both in financial positions, even if we don't get any money from this, we're still able to do it because we enjoy it. Yeah. Right. It doesn't feel like work. And if we could turn it, this into something that we can monetize, that you love, I mean, it's going to be really successful because, you know, you love it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I really enjoy the customer service, right? With the with the with the liquor store, mm-hmm. right? So I, I enjoy helping customers. I enjoy that, but this right here to me is like ultimate. Like it's like oh, it's yeah. really imper- It's really personal. Yeah. Like even with my customers at the store, you have a 10, 15 minute conversation. Right. I have a few customers that I want to start bringing on the show too. You know Sick. what I mean? Like I, I, I want to, I want to kind of like the more I keep thinking about, it, I'm like, how am I going to like do something different? Yeah. So I want to even get my customers. I want to get different people in different industry. I mean, I, I love what you're doing. I mean, you're in the automotive industry and you got, you got a liquor store guy right yeah, here. So, hell yeah. you know? And you got people from everything. So, and the beauty is, is like the moment we think we can't learn from somebody, we, you know, you're, it's it's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, hell Because yeah. you can learn from anybody and everybody. And so I, I, I don't know, it just to me, this is really my passion. I feel like this is something that I think I was most disappointed in myself that I stopped doing the podcast through quarantine mm-hmm. because it's something I love. So yeah. I shouldn't have, I, I should have called June been like, how the hell do you do the Zoom shit? You know, because like, you know, you're recording, they're recording, like it just feels, you know, it felt complicated. Yeah. And instead of, Instead of just picking up the phone call and talking to you, you would have ran through it with me for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And then you would have said, just come over, check it out. And next thing you know, next week I would have had another, I would have had a Zoom podcast. Yeah. But I decided not to. And so like when I, you know, when you lose something or you don't have something, then you really like, you really like sit back and say, damn, I really enjoy that. Yeah, well, that was that's kind of a good thing that would have come out of it is that, you know, you did the podcast and you did a few episodes. I was on it was a great time. And then quarantine hit. And then now on the opposite side of quarantine, you could have been like, ah, you know, I'm not, that podcast. Ah, I, I didn't really like it that much. But it made you show it, it shows you that like you really want to do it now. You know, yeah. so it's kind of like going through that breakup, and you're like, oh, I, I miss you. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> right on. podcast come back <laughs> right on. it's like the first love baby you know what i mean yeah dude hell yeah but studio looks dope man it's so fun in there and you want to talk about intimate dude you could get some great convos in there man it's just face to face i love it yeah man it's uh it's it, i'm i'm fortunate that i i was able to that my wife let me turn yeah. our, our uh, office at the store into a studio because we really didn't need an office yeah you know i mean we she works from home and I really don't use the office. I mean, we use it for breaks. And even like the uh, all of our employees like just hanging out in there and yeah. on the breaks, have some food yeah. or whatever, hang out. And then, uh, but yeah, man, it's intimate. It's nice. It's at the shop, which makes it convenient for me because I can be two places at once. Definitely. You know, if I need to handle something at the shop, I can. And then we have our, you know, it's just like what you got here. You yeah. have your business here and you got your podcast it's just uh, it's convenient yeah definitely and dude the podcast didn't even take off until i moved the studio here which was about episode 60 so one through 60 it was still like a, a rough ride to me it was still like um a project that i was working on but once we got it in here and once uh people would come here and see the studio and then they would uh it, it just hit a little different, you know, and now it, it's dope, bro. That's probably like the best move that we ever made to have this studio here. It's dope, man. It just feels like everything is just falling into place with that hard work on the, the back end, you know? I mean, you see it. You're getting sponsorships now and everything. Yeah, hell and, yeah. You know, you're going to get more and more as you keep producing. I mean, shit, you're doing two a week. Yeah. You know, you're motivating me. I'm like, man, maybe I need to start doing two a week. I'm a... You know, afterwards, I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to show you some of my videos and yeah. how to edit. So, yeah, I'll, I'll show you. Hopefully, there's something that I could help cut down some time for yes. you, you know, so you can knock them out. Two a week is rough, but it's like practicing baseball twice a week instead of once a week. Yep. You're going to get better, yep. you know. And if you if you hustle for a six month time, you could get like two years ahead in that six months if you just hustle and hustle. And that's that's kind of what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted to get to this point around here where we start getting sponsors. So now we have four sponsors and it's dope, man. This is like all the time. I'm always trying to tell people and talk to people and motivate them and show them like, look, this is how you start something. I literally started this podcast in front of everybody and said, watch, this is how we're going to do it. Like, what else do you want me to show you? Yeah. You know, I can tell you do this, do this, do this, or I could literally just show it to you. Mm -hmm. And we're at that point right now where, where the fruit's starting to grow a little bit. And uh, this is my my chance to just keep it going, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you'll definitely get there, man. I think you'll get there even quicker, you know, with the, the connections that you have with the, the alcohol community and stuff like that, bro. Your platform can provide so much to that, you know, just even having live tests or, you know, showing the alcohol and having them sponsor that episode, bro. I could see that happening quick for you. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be working on that, but in all honesty, it's just going to be, I need to put in the work. Yeah, right? definitely. I, mean, I put in the work in my shop and I always have and I always will, but at the same time, I need to put that same mentality into my podcast where, I need to do this religiously, mm -hmm. right? Because I have no, I have 100% faith in myself and my ability and my ability to get good guests like yourself and other people in the community. Even like we were talking over at the studio the other day. We're like, hey, you know what? We have connections with people who do big events. They have artists. 
maybe we can start interviewing those artists before yeah. they come out, hype up the event, do something like that. So once you got, you know, that's what I love hanging out with, you know, people like you that we're always just trying to move forward. And like you get, you drop an idea, you planted a seed. Yeah. We started watering it in conversations. Now all of a sudden that plant's going to start growing. And next thing you know, we're going to have some platinum award-winning artists on our podcast yeah. and it's a liquor store and it's a it's an automotive you know? yeah. so it's it's very interesting how just by talking how much things can change and open up yeah and you say how how often do you sit down and have a long-term conversation with someone never dude never and if we do you know phones are involved and distractions are involved and things like that but to actually sit with someone and have an intimate convo bro that never happens and that's why i think that podcasting is blowing up right now it's because everybody's craving this man there are certain things as as humans that we need and we're just getting further and further and further away from that especially us that live in like bigger cities it's just taking away from our um you know, we're, we're supposed to be in like a tribe, you know, 150 people, a tribe of people. But now we keep spreading and spreading and we're, and we're losing what made us who we really are. You know, talking to people, going over ideas, you know, uh, asking for advice, you know, letting your guard down, just being vulnerable and saying, hey, I, I feel like this today. You know, do you have you ever felt like this? And just actually talking to someone instead of just thinking like, yo, if I tell this person something, they're going to think I'm weak. Yeah. Or something like that, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fortunate that me personally, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Right. If I if I feel bad, like when I was not feeling good through COVID, you called me actually. Yeah. Right? You randomly called me. I was like, oh shit, Frank's calling. You called me and I was just like, Man, I'm going through the shit. Like I'm fucking I, I'm a real person. I just I, I put it out there. And in I was going through a tough time because I'm stuck at home. Everyone told me not to go anywhere because I'm I'm pretty heavily asthmatic mm. after um, after the Thomas fires happened and then these recent fires. It's just like I feel like because I had pretty bad asthma. It's not terrible, but I use an inhaler multiple times a day, mm. right? So it's not like I'm like on some crazy shit, but it, it's to the point where I was scared because everybody called me and they put fear in me, saying, "Don't go to work." So I'm sitting at home for about a month and a half. Not going to work. I mean, it's good to be able to be in a position where I'm business is still good. I got great management. Brittany, Garrett, the rest of the crew, just they crush it over there. So I'm fortunate to have them. Mm -hmm. And in that time, I was at home. But I was just so sad. And I talked to you and I told you straight up, like, no need to bullshit, right? Yeah. If if I can, if I have a, a good communication with you where, you know, uh, we have a good respect with each other, I should be able to be open and be honest. Right? And I feel like a lot of people, we try to be too IG. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Everyone tries to put up a front and try to act like everything's always perfect. Yeah. You know? And the funny part is a lot of people notice, they're like, you're not posting as much as on social media. Yeah. You're not being Sky the Hype Man. What's going on? And I would tell them, I was like, look, I'm just, I'm going through something right now. And I've never gone through anything like that in my life. Mm. You know, I've never done that. You know, like, I've never felt like semi-depressed. So, I mean, I'm, to me, I'm like, hey, if someone has some type of depression or they're not feeling good, they should reach out and talk to people. Yeah. Because the worst thing to do is, is just be by yourself. And, you know, like, and I felt like I was for a month, I wasn't even talking to anybody about it, but nobody really reached out to me either. Mm. But the fact that then everyone started reaching out, they're like, something's wrong. So I feel like, you know, when, when we have these obstacles that happen, if we can be open and be vulnerable, we can, we can get through them quicker. Yeah. Right. Versus like, imagine if 
I kept that whole act going, right? Not an act, but if, you know, if I kept that going till through all of COVID through, I don't know, maybe mid next year, like what would have that done to me? Yeah, definitely. Or even think about it like this. You have, you have a wife and kids. Think about if you didn't, you know, think about if it was just you and you just lived at your place alone. Oh, that would have been terrible. You know, that, that it's been rough for people for sure, dude. And people aren't really used to talking about their feelings. I know that when I grew up, it wasn't really something to, to talk about feelings. That was like a girl thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't as macho. It wasn't manly to, to talk about your feelings. But then you see things from the other side of it as like, Bro, you guys that don't talk about your feelings, you're the most insecure people out there that there is. Yeah. You know, like you're being macho and this and that. It's like, bro, I, I can see in your eyes you're just a little boy and you're just scared right now and you don't know what's going on in the world and the only thing that you know is just to be defensive yeah. over it. Let that shit down, bro. Let it down. Let it out. Let let what's really going on inside out. And then that's going to give you a chance to really change because you've seen it as an issue. All right, guys, we got to take a quick break to pay some bills for our next sponsor, Action Clutch. One of the most critical parts to any build is the clutch. Without a proper clutch, you won't be able to get that power to the wheels. No one wants to spend hundreds of dollars on a clutch that won't hold their power for more than a few races or spirited drives. Spirited drives, I think I do that a lot, man. I need to get one of these Action Clutches. That's why it's important to go with a kit that you know that you can count on, and that's why many people choose Action Clutch over the competition. Action Clutch makes kits here in the USA with parts sourced locally here in Los Angeles. I actually do have an Action Clutch, but it's not installed yet. You guys just saw it the other day. It's chilling and I need to get it installed, but I haven't had a chance to even work on that car, man. Which car? I can't tell you guys which project. Can't even tell you about that, but hopefully you guys see it soon because when you see it, then um, I'm closer to putting this Action Clutch in it and actually driving it. Action Clutch has OEM replacement clutches all the way up to 1,200 horsepower. That build's not going to have 1,200, but uh, it's going to have about half than that. But I can't tell you guys about it anyway. And it's going to be, Action Clutch has clutches from street cars, drag cars, even formula drift vehicles. Not only are they made in the USA, they're making a strong focus this year to give back to impacted families. In this wild time that we have going on, there's a lot of people that are not doing so well and it's very cool that action clutch is actually giving back to their community if you can make sure you guys check them out at actionclutch.com or you can call them at 323-269-6051 or you can shoot them a dm on instagram at action clutch or shoot them an email sales at actionclutch.com hit them up and you guys can get the family treatment and i'm gonna hook you guys up use code dtwd to get 15 percent off site-wide now back to the show yeah i was fortunate i was pretty much raised i mean i had both of my parents but mm -hmm. i was raised by my mom my dad was always busy working and you know i spent a lot of time with my mom so i think i was more i've always been more open because of that reason yeah so um but yeah man i, I just feel like um you, pe people need to be a little bit more open and be honest with themselves i think when you're honest with yourselves is when you can really make make a difference in the change in your life yeah you know, because when I, I was honest with myself, I knew I was going through it. And I'm like, I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to act like it's everything's perfect. Because don't get me wrong, my li life was good. I mean, I and I told you, like, I was feeling sad also because it was multiple reasons. It was my business is doing great mm -hmm. in a pandemic. 
I have friends that are losing their businesses and I felt like shit. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. You just got to be like, look, I didn't do anything to hurt anybody. Right. But I'm in a better, I'm, I'm in a better position and I'm depressed. Yeah. It made no sense, you know, but then <laughs> I really, I just had to, I spoke to my wife. I spoke to you, spoke to a bunch of my friends and I was just like, I had to get my ass out of it. Yeah. And I did. And I'm thankful to have a good network of friends that we all support each other. You know, and you know, now I feel, I feel great. I feel like I'm ready to, to take on every project I had and add a, a few new projects. Yeah. I love it, bro. Sometimes it just takes that going through that kind of stuff though. You know, you, we're in a marathon, dude. It's not a race. You know, it's sometimes you're going to get kicked down and sometimes all that hard work that you've been putting in the, uh, the other side of it is going to come rushing into you just out of nowhere. You know, that, that time that you've just been neglecting not sleeping or whatever it could be you know not focusing on on your mental health or whatever you know all that stuff is going to come and it's going to come to collect just like if if you needed to pay your bills and you weren't paying your bills you know that's the the mental part of it still needs to get paid as well you know and that's why i always try to at least do something fun throughout the day something to like decompress you know but even that is kind of hard to do sometimes because, dude, I've even got to the point sometimes where I'm just like, yo, what do I even think is fun? What do I do for fun? I don't know what I do for fun because every day I do what I have to do. But it's not necessarily that it's fun. I make it fun because it's that's one way for me to make sure that this gets done is don't look at it as an obligation. But at the end of the day, it is an obligation you know, and I have to make sure, even though I love doing the podcast, I have to make sure that it's done, taken care of, edited, ready to go up. And the nights before, dude, it is stressful. That's not fun. Doing that shit isn't fun. But, you know, just just keeping pushing forward, that's, that's what I have to keep doing. And sometimes I'll put my pleasures, my fun on the back burner for these obligations that I have to do that I created. So it's kind of like... You're, you're fighting yourself in the end too you know it's um it, it's funny because i think one of the one of the biggest one of the biggest problems is okay you, you're going through you're going through something say on episodes one through five right where you're trying to figure this whole thing out then you you move forward you, you keep grinding you keep grinding and now you have a video guy that's helping you out yeah right but you're still grinding you're still grinding you're doing what you love and you're ha having to do other things you don't love because it supports what you love. Yeah. Because you love the recording of the podcast. You yeah, don't like yeah. the editing necessarily. You like the finished product. You just don't like putting in that in that work. But you do it because you love the whole project. Right? Yeah. And as you keep growing and growing and growing, I could see, okay, you got a camera guy. Then you're going to have an editing person. Then you can have an editing team. Like it just keeps growing and growing from that. But that's because the passion that you have for this you can see it because you're also putting in the work to get the finished product. Out. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely, man. And, uh, I don't want to make it sound kind of like a negative thing, but to be honest, it's just anything that, that is an obligation is just like, sometimes it just feels like a negative thing. Cause sometimes it's like, fuck, I wish I didn't have nothing to yeah. do today, you know, but then what would I do? I don't yeah. even know what I would I mean, do. I, I, I did. I did nothing for about two months. I tell you, I drove myself fucking crazy. Bro. <laughs> don't do it. Don't. I would don't. probably do the same thing, dude. Bro, it's it was the dumbest thing I ever done. Like, 
like I should have been out and about. Like even yeah. if I wasn't out and about with people, I can. There's other ways of doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I felt like it was horrible. I'd rather be working at the store 17 hours a day than do that again. Yeah. Because at least at the store you have the communication with people and you're working. You feel good. Yeah. Like when you do something, accomplish something, it make doesn't it make you feel good? Hell yeah, dude. Right. And when you have two months of like nothing nothing like i'm like literally and that was terrible so so you know kudos kudos to you like bro this is this is good that you just even though you know hey it's 11 o'clock at night i saw you you're live you know editing your you know your your daily vlogs now i mean that's fucking dope yeah no you're right dude and and then on the opposite side of it that i'm able to create things that i've always wanted to create but i haven't had the opportunity because i just have other things going on but those other things that i had going on created the opportunity that now i could hire another guy and he his main focus is just to vlog the whole day to edit to have it ready and then we have the vlogs up at 6 p.m that's awesome man and i see that as that channel grows well it's all on the same channel as that grows people are going to see oh what's this other stuff that he uploads twice a week which is the podcast now let me ask you a question so obviously you're just getting started with the daily vlogs Mm -hmm. but i heard about the algorithms you know with youtube Mm -hmm. if one video is long one video short do they do they rate it by how what what portion of the video somebody completed completely watched or how long they watched? Because mm. somebody was saying that the video should be similar lengths. All the videos on the channel. Yeah, I mean, I heard that from one person. Gotcha. You know, they're not a professional person, and I heard from random rumors. Gotcha. So I was just picking your brain because now you're gonna have an hour and a half, two hour long ones. Then you have 15, yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. minute ones, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Um, I've never heard that, but it could be. I don't know how the the algorithms are. I don't really know that much about YouTube how it works. But I just know right now, if you're under, you know, 50K, you don't even really know, worry about that shit. You need to worry yeah. about getting getting up to, to 50K, 50K, 100K, something yeah. like that. That's my whole idea of it because I'm not really looking at the, the YouTube to be bringing in the money. This is just the my, my outlet, you know? I want people to, that's going to help people just see what we have going on here at the shop, what we're doing at the podcast. And then all of that is going to grow. So even if they're not promoting the podcast episodes because they're too long or whatever, it's still going to be in the same home. You know, I've had a buddy of mine who focuses on YouTube and he's like, dude, you shouldn't mix it. But the way that I look at it is this YouTube channel is my channel 13. This is my channel. Do you want to watch channel 13? This is what you're going to get. You're going to get everything that is involved with Downstar. And, and the thing that I like is those 15, 20 minutes, you're going to have some people that are not going to watch a two hour. Podcast. Yeah, definitely. They, they will not for their attention spans are not capable of sitting there for two hours. Mm-hmm. I have a friend. He, he can't sit through a movie without messing it up for everybody or watching a game without <laughs> being yeah. the biggest distraction there. You know what I mean? Love the guy, but he just cannot do that. Right. Yeah. So for those people, like, I really think that your clips, they're going to be more entertaining for them because it's the camera's moving. There's always a change. It's definitely, it's not like sitting down talking to somebody, you know what I mean? Where that's like, I I feel like you're going to have an audience for both. And then sometimes what will happen is, is somebody watches those episodes so much like, and they like them that eventually maybe they'll be like, let me try watching this clip because it's with you and it's somebody else they like yeah and then it may change because it changed for me 
I never did podcasts, never listened to it. Now I got my own podcast, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're good at it, bro. You can do an hour and a half like nothing, dude. I love it. I mean, the thing is, is I think it's really back to what you're saying. You know, when you're doing it, you're sitting down, you're sitting with no intentions of any distractions. That's the biggest problem. Our cell phones are the devil yeah. of a conversation because yeah. literally while we're sitting here, my phone's on vibrate and it rang like 10 times. Yeah. Right. Normally we wouldn't have had this long of a conversation because I probably would have called somebody back because it may have been semi-important or maybe it wasn't even that important, but I called them back because they called me. Yeah. yeah right. Because yeah, yeah. you've been common courtesy, but it's your time. Right. And sometimes we don't respect our own time. We allow other people to control our time yeah. because of our phones. Yeah. And the beauty of this is we're in control of our time. Dude, fuck yeah. I love that, bro. You're right, man. That's probably why I just love doing podcasts because it just shuts everything else off. Yeah. Only thing that matters is this conversation right now. It's such a beautiful thing, dude. It's like meditation. Like for me, it feels like meditation. Like I get to speak to somebody. We get to like bounce ideas off of each other. When I walk away from a podcast, I'm already thinking about, oh, damn. Now I'm going to apply this in my life. Yeah. You yeah, no, I mean? definitely, man. And one, one thing I love about podcasts is that you could talk to anybody. Anybody. You know what's crazy is that episode uh, 209, so this is 210, the one before this, was this guy. His name's uh, Maniac from El Rio, and he's an ex-gang member. Oh, and wow. He has, um, he has an Instagram, a YouTube channel, and somebody put me onto it, and he tells stories so well, but like back in the day, old gang stories and shit. And I've always just been intrigued by the gang life and wanted to ask those questions of like how people go down that path and shit. So I had him on the pod, dude. Did you already upload it? No, no, not yet. Oh, okay, I got it. Gonna, check it's it going to come out uh, pretty soon, dude. But it was like, dude, that was a lot of pressure on me, bro, because I know how old old gang members are, and it's like it's all about respect, and you can't disrespect. So I, I told him before, I was like, yo, bro, like. To be honest, I'm not from that world, so I don't want to be disrespectful in any way. So if I do, please just don't take it like that. He's like, nah, it's all good, dude. But I was just like, this is tight, bro, because I would never have a chance to just sit with somebody like that and just just pick their brain about life, you know? I like the fact that you did that. That's so off the wall. I would have never thought yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. And and what's really cool is as, as you start getting, like you're able to control your time better with this. And you're able to p produce it quickly, so quickly to the point where if there's a like a crazy topic going on, say it was stocks a while ago, then it was this, it was that. You can get somebody, find somebody locally that specializes in that yeah. or whatever, and you can produce it. And literally tomorrow, it's out there. Dude, hell yeah, bro. I mean, if, if, if it was a fly expert, I mean, you'd want him on your podcast today, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely, dude. I can, uh, yeah, we can have somebody, anybody on. We could, we could put this podcast up today. That's crazy. And be like, okay, it's I love it. three right now. It'll be up at six. That's you know? nuts. It can, and that's such a beautiful thing, dude. And that's, I'm like so, you know, I said, what would I do for fun? Now that I think about it, is create content. Yeah, that's what I love, dude. And it's not about like the the views, the numbers, or being fake or anything. It's just like. I wonder if people will enjoy this as much as I enjoyed making it. Yeah. So let's see, yeah. you know, put that out there and see what people say. And yeah, you're right. There's those people that will just watch a video for 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, cool. That's it. You know, I'll show my wife a video like, oh, check this out. And it's two minutes long. And I already seen her eyes like, I'm not going to yeah. watch this for fucking two minutes. But then there's those other people who crave like long term and they're just working out at their job. They put their headphones in and they're just zoning out this 
two-hour podcast is going to take away two hours of, of this time that I'm here at this job. Like, hell yeah, at least I'm going to be entertained for the next two hours, you know? All right, guys, we got to take a break for our sponsor, Manscaped. Support for Downtime with Downstar is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And they're available in the UK. So if you're in England, you get your balls trimmed up nice and clean. You can even get some of this ball deodorant. I just use this in between commercials of the podcast right now because this podcast is getting a little sweaty inside of here. But if you guys need to um, get it all trimmed up down there, I would definitely recommend getting this uh, lawnmower 3.0. Listen to that. 7,000 RPMs. 90 minute battery life adjustable clip no clip you want to get that edge up you want to do some uh designs and you want to do a hard part or something that would look pretty sick if anybody ever does a hard part with their manscape lawnmower 3.0 please send it over i would like to see that see what kind of designs you guys make with this bad boy right here uh led light last 90 minutes legit man you guys need this you guys need it in your life and we're gonna go ahead and hook you up man if you guys use the code dtwd upon checkout you get 20 percent off plus free shipping what else do you want you guys always want to hook up hey can you sponsor me can you sponsor me yeah we're sponsoring you guys here's 20 percent off go to manscape.com use code dtwd 20 percent off plus free shipping plus your girlfriend is gonna love you a lot more now back to the show you know talking about you know, two sitting there two hours, a lot of people, at least myself, and I'm assuming a lot of people are listening to it while they're driving to work. Yeah. So obviously the, the, the crazy part is you're, you're on a huge trajectory where you're growing, right? But you're also growing in COVID and now less people were driving on the road. Did you notice that like the plays yes. got reduced? I did. Yeah. It was weird, man. It was around the time that it actually hit. I noticed that the numbers did go down. But I did take that into consideration that just people's lives were were mashed up right now and they didn't know what was really going on. So podcasting, which was their normal day in life, is probably not going to be as important to them. And it yeah. wasn't as important to me, too. You know, I wasn't checking on most of the podcasts that I would listen to because I just had a lot of other things on my mind that I had to deal with. But you know what I'm waiting for, bro, is just everything just to get, quote unquote, back to normal. At least we know what the future is going to gonna hold, who the president's going to be, what the new laws are going to be, whatever it fucking is. Once it gets back to that point, then I, I think that we're going to feel like an influx of everybody coming in like all right we're back to reality what's going on over here oh shit your podcast is doing this you guys are vlogging this you're doing this whatever sky your podcast is back oh hell yeah let's go you know yeah man it's uh it's uh, it's interesting times but uh you know the fact that the, the fact is this that we can make excuses for ourselves or we can just move forward yeah i use that same thing as an excuse for myself too i said there's not going to be as many people listening because people aren't driving to work. Yeah. Right. Gas price, you know, gas is not going to be used as much, you know, cause I'm looking at stocks. I'm like, Oh, the oil companies, that's not a good idea because they're not going to be driving as much. Well, if they're not driving, they're not listening to podcasts. So maybe I shouldn't when, when that, that messed up my whole, you know, my, you know, I just got started and I was like at my 10th or 12th episode or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was getting so such good feedback from everybody. I was getting calls, text message, 
um, I got to get on that uh, that text oh, blast yeah, yeah, that yeah, you yeah, did, definitely. right? So yeah. I really want to do that for the podcast where I can communicate directly with you know, the people and get their advice. And even like, if they want to tell me, Hey, bring this person on, like, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I should have done that. Right. But, but even with all the, the motivation I got from everybody else, I, I decided not to, but now it's like full, full steam ahead. And we're going to, we're going to get this rocking, man. Well, you're a hustler, bro. And the dangerous thing about being a hustler is sometimes you can hustle yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Damn, damn. I could convince a lot of people. I convinced myself too. I can convince myself of some bullshit too, bro. You know, I probably won't do that. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't no, do that. No. You know, and then you're just like, fuck, shit, just did. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell that to my son all the time. I say, bro, you have two voices, dude. Yeah. You have the, the good voice and the bad voice. It just depends on the one that you decide to listen to and that the power is in you and i'm not here perfect bro i don't listen to the good voice all the time you know but when i don't and when the bad thing does happen i just take it because i knew that you know i set myself up for this issue yeah and then the opposite side of things when good things do come out of it you got to know that you did things for that to happen so you shouldn't feel like um down on it or anything you put in that work 100 percent yeah, it's just you. a weird year, dude. That's yeah. all it is, man. Just a weird collection of, of times and events happening. But I mean, life is still life. I mean, it is. I mean, everything keeps going on. Um, and whoever the president is, it's not really going to affect us as much as we all think it does. Definitely. Right. I mean, yeah. we allow it to affect it more than we can, uh, more than it should. And then on top of that, we can't do anything about it other than go out and vote tell your friends to vote your family to vote other than that there's really nothing you can do yeah focus on what you can do and get that shit done yeah that's it dude yes bro focus on what you can do you know it's just uh people put so many roadblocks in front of them just like we were saying they they hustle themselves out of it but if you were to start today whenever you start in the future you'd be that many days ahead when you finally decide, all right, you know what, I'm going to do it. If you would have did it at that first time when you thought about it, you would have been months yep. ahead. And that's just the way that I kind of think about things now is if I want to do something, I just make sure I do it right now. Look, we're trying to dial in the vlogs. Maybe they're not as good as they will be in the future, but at least now we have a, a starting point that we could go back and look at. But you just got to get it done, man. And that's what I, I really hope that these conversations do is just help somebody get off their ass and help them, you know, just go do it. Whether it's something as small as like cleaning the garage. Yep. Just do it, bro. Do it. It, it starts from something small and it leads to something bigger and bigger and bigger and building better habits. Yeah. As we build better habits and making sure we're getting things done, all of a sudden you'll be shocked at what you can accomplish. Hell yeah, bro. I, I think the biggest person to pull us down is ourselves. Yeah. You know, like you said, I mean, we're capable of doing so much. And when we expect things out of ourselves, we're going to get it. Yeah. You know, when I, when I told myself, Hey, every year I'm going to expand my business by 10%. I'm going to do it. I've fucking done it over the last 10 years. I love it. Every year. Right. This year was even more because of COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's already going to be way more. You know, obviously people are at home. They're drinking more. I was drinking more. That's one thing I was doing at home. I did get to spend a lot of time with my family, which was awesome. Hell yeah. I never spend as much time because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're usually working so much and I got so many other projects going on. I'm working on um, another one on the property right now. So I'm actually going to go to a meeting right after our podcast. And it was like 
I'm just I'm thankful for everything that happened because I feel like now I'm now I'm kind of more like not worried about time, but I'm more like respecting time and being yeah. like, I need to do this now because this project I'm working on, the whole project might take five years. So if I wait two years to do it, it's going to take seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it goes back to that conversation we had. You said, I need to get to 200 episodes. If I do one a year, that's going to take me 200, you know, yeah, yeah, weeks yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever. Like, and then, you know, you do, if I do two a week, now I'll get in there half as much time. So now I feel like that's what I'm doing with, with my with my other project is I'm I'm trying to get out there and talk to more people to make things happen faster mm-hmm. versus oh, I'll do it later I'll do it later and it just it adds so much time to it and you get comfortable of procrastinating mm-hmm. and that's one of those things that you know I I feel like even for us people who don't procrastinate procrastinate as much we still do it and then when we can control that part and just say let's just fucking get it done the results show yeah. Hell yeah, dude! You ever think about uh, life from somebody else's point of view? Who, uh, who, like you talk to them and like, yeah, man, I'm busy. I've been doing this, and you're like, man, you're not busy. You ever think about how they actually perceive life and how they perceive problems and how long those problems will take and how much effort it will actually take them? So they 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 really think that they have a lot on their plate. You know what I mean? I mean, I. When somebody tells me that they don't, ha- I don't even tell people that I don't have time mm-hmm. because I have time. Yeah. I have time for anything. Mm-hmm. The only difference is where is it in my priority list? Yeah. That thing is not on my priority list. So therefore I choose not to. It's not, I can't. Yeah. I choose not to. So when I hear other people say it, I get it. That's, mm-hmm. that's how they think. Right. And that's how they're going to act. If you say you can't, you already proven yourself correct. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> you can't because you don't believe you can't. Yeah. The difference is I look at everything and I say, okay, what is this going to take? How much of my time? What is it worth? Is it something I enjoy? Is it something that's going to make me money? Is it going to make my my life better or worse? Right? And yeah. then once you start balancing it out, then you figure out if you're going to make time. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of friends and a lot of people I know, they spend probably five hours a day watching TV, right? Yeah. If you're spending, you know, three to five hours w- watching TV and you're telling me you don't got time that it takes something one hour a day, you're not willing to sacrifice TV for this success yeah. or whatever it is, yeah. right? So I, I, if anything, anyone takes anything out of this podcast, I would want them to think about one thing. You have the time to do anything as long as you make it a priority. Yeah. If it makes sense, you'll make time. You'll do less of what you what you prefer to do and you'll do more of what you need to do to accomplish the goals you need to do. Prefer versus need. <laughs> You're right about that, bro. You know what? Uh, guys listening, write down your day at the end of the day how long everything took you. Itemize every single thing that you did. It can't be that hard. You know, you just, okay, you woke up at this time, you went to get coffee, it took this long, you went to do this, do that. And then you evaluate all that shit and you like, I didn't need to do that, I didn't need to do that. Add it up and you'll see, wow, I have an extra four hours. What the hell can I do in four hours? Learn Japanese, you know? You can start learning Japanese, learning a different language, you can do whatever you want. No, definitely, you can do anything you want as long as you believe you can do it. Exactly. It's, it's that simple. Like. If I said I wanted to be an astronaut and as long as physically I could and I just needed 
so many years to do it. I could do it. Yeah. Right. But the moment you believe you can't, you've already proven yourself. I feel you, man. I like this subject. I like where we're going. So I'm going to throw it for a loop. Are you ready for this ready. one? You ever think about time travel? Um, I've definitely thought about it. Um, because obviously when you're watching movies and you're watching different stuff, I think it's very interesting. Um, I don't lean in either direction because I don't have the facts. Yeah. But I'm I'm an open open minded person, so I think it's really cool. And but it's uh it's something I can't explain. So yeah, you know, between that and ghosts, you know, like I mean, <laughs> some people have these experiences or they're so passionate about something. I, I'm interested in listening and learning. Yeah, I really think all of these subjects are on the same kind of uh, wavelength. You know, even with ghosts and and time travel and stuff, I think it has to do with you know parallel universes uh universes close by and maybe the ghosts are the ones that are coming from a different universe and they're they're getting locked into ours and that's why you kind of some people see them or you know it, it's it's like everything kind of mashing up you know you ever hear about a uh, mandela effect uh-uh what's that okay um you know nelson mandela right mm -hmm. um back in the day supposedly he died in jail in like the 90s okay but then he ended up dying in like 2015 14 something like that he ended up dying outside of jail or what have you right but when that ended up happening a lot of people thought back and like wait he died in jail what do you mean? i remember hearing it in the news that he died in jail so that that theory was called mandela effect meaning there's a ripple in time something ended up happening where our our memories don't match reality, physical reality, historic reality, uh, going online, looking things up. I mean, this sounds like somebody got really high. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably the guy who created it. But it, it's, a, it's a crazy one, man. Like, um, for instance, do you remember the book back in the day with the, uh, the family of bears? Wait, which one? Uh, it was like a cartoon book. It was just like, like a series with uh, cartoon bears. No, uh, okay, not. it's called the, the, the Bernstein Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually called the Bernstein Bears. S-T-E-I-N. And um, the what most people remember is Bernstein Bears. Like spelled differently, pronounced differently. But all the physical um, history of it is Bernstein Bears. So it's spelled differently. And there's so many things just like that. Like... Um, I think it's Alice in Wonderland, the mirror, mirror on the wall. Mm -hmm. It's she doesn't even say that. This is like magic mirror on the wall, and you'll be like, "Wait, no, I remember it that way." There's so many things of how it's uh, how it's different in our heads than it is in actual reality. All right, guys, we got to take one more break for our sponsor, our newest sponsor, Aeromotive. We're so excited to have them part of the Downtime with Downstar team. Piecing together the fuel system for your build can be a difficult task. Luckily, Aeromotive has your back with everything from replacement fuel pumps to fuel systems that will support up to 3,000 3, horsepower for three cars what are you talking three th that's ridiculous guys aeromotive's engineers have developed a solution for your build regardless of the power level if you're looking to make a switch over to e85 they have every part you need to build the system 
that will be there when you need it the most. Need a custom fuel system for your daily that turned into a project car? No problem. And that's so funny because that happens all the time. Every time you get a new daily, hey, it turns into a new project car. But what can you say with the, uh, the sickness of being an automotive enthusiast, man? But uh, make sure you guys check out AeromotiveInc.com and you can check out some of their newest products that they have, such as the brushless pump line. It's quieter pump, less heat, and it lasts longer than traditional brushless motor pumps they range from uh the a1000 all the way up to 10 gallons per minute for 3000 plus horsepower cars once again i don't have anything that crazy but if you uh if you do good for you man that is awesome let me drive it please uh something that would be more towards our style would be the stealth 340 which is the top selling pump and that holds about 700 horsepower for EFI setups or 1,000 for a carburetor. Or if you have just a crazy build and you just wanna go to them and say, hey guys, I need it all. They'll take care of you. They have the customization shop where they have a fuel system for uh, any build. You just go check them out at the website and you could just build it up right there. And if you are part of a race team and in your downtime, you want to get your parts, just uh, downtime with downside. If you want to get your parts uh, rebuilt and freshened up for the new season, they do have a rebuild program that, uh, you know, pro drifter Matt Field he uses that. So if you use that, Matt Field uses that. You guys are like on the same page and you could say like, hey, I use the same process that he uses for the re rebuild program. So, um, yeah, you probably drive the same way he does. I don't know, man, but make sure you check out AeromotiveInc.com and use checkout code DTWD for 10% off. Huge shout out to them for sponsoring the podcast and huge shout out to you for listening to this podcast, man. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah. I mean, our minds are... Uh our our minds will believe anything we tell it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> right i mean that's kind of what we were talking about earlier i mean if you tell yourself you can do something you can't do something or this is how it was this is how it was i'm sure yeah you know if i had conversations with my dad and he was just like no it was uh it wasn't kobe it was this person i'm like no it was kobe and it was on this day it was da 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 he's the one who scored 81 points you know what i mean it's like i have the facts but then it's like to him it's like hey no once you believe something so strongly you're going to be like, this is what it is. Yeah. So like you said, is that people can take things out of context and, and believe it. Right now. Yeah. Sort of. But now right. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand where you're coming from. Okay. Here's, this. here's another one. Um, I wish, let me see if I could even look it up real quick. Uh, but the next one would be, um, now with the Berenstein bears or Berenstein bears, uh -huh. was it, was the show actually called Berenstein? Uh, yes. Did they actually say the name Berenstein mm -hmm. in there? But everyone... Berenstein. Yeah, I even remember Berenstein. Yeah. So, um, let's see, 40... Okay, so here's another one is with uh, Fruit of the Loom. Mm -hmm. Can you picture the logo in your head right now? Fruit of the Loom with all the, the fruits and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you remember having that? I think it's called a cornucopia. It's like a weird kind of shaped horn fruit kind no. of thing well yeah yeah i think so i don't know i can't okay. remember well that one that one's not there either um i i remember there's fruit there i can't remember so what about uh like um the peanut butter uh jiff it's something like this yeah it's what about jiff it? it's never jiffy it was never jiffy yeah i, I knew it was jiff because i remember see you're on the uh you're in this universe. We're on different universes. Oh, I feel you. 
and I need I need to visit your universe once in a while. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember my brother back in the day, he was trying to do uh, a shirt company, and he did yeah. one like funny logos. He's a choosy moms choose. It was like Jeff, and then he like did some editing on it and did something else on it. What did they? Ch- <laughs> <laughs> I think about crazy shit like that all the time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Time travel and uh, aliens. You do you think? Do you believe in aliens? You know, I mean, if, sure. Like, I haven't seen one, but do I believe that there's? It, for us to believe that there aren't other creatures or animals on other planets is yeah. it's pretty fucking pathetic to me. <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, like there's so many planets that we don't even know about. You're telling us we're that special that only we exist. Yeah, right. So I I believe there are, you know, um but th- that's it. Like I I don't have proof, I don't have evidence. I'm yeah. open if I see something or hear something or whatever, I'm open to it. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not going to say there are or there aren't, but I there should be other extraterrestrial life on other planets yeah it only makes sense you think that's what we have coming up for the end of 2020 fuck something (laughs) (laughs) i hope we don't have a meteor shower you know what i'm saying oh my god i mean it's 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 been one of those years man i mean from the from the get-go i lost my grandma kobe bryant which is to me was i never realized i mean i always knew how important he was to me but it was one of the worst and hardest deaths i've ever had to face in my life Wow. Damn, man. Crazy. And everything else, it's like, who knows what's next? Yeah. I mean, it's just been one of those crazy-ass years, you know? Yeah, it definitely has. Um, I just really hope next year is uh, is a lot brighter for a lot of other people, you know? And I, and I hope that people understand that, like, the important things that are in life i think that that's hopefully is what 2020 is showing everybody you know like you said when covid was hitting you uh you got to spend a lot of time with your family me too man and it made me realize like this year i i should have been to at least 10 places flying out traveling and having booths up but i didn't do that and before if you would have told me hey 2020 you're not going to travel i would have been like oh shit what am i going to do We've had the best year in 10 years, and I didn't even have to leave anywhere. It's crazy. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to fucking travel anymore, dude. I'm going to spend time with my family. You yeah. know, and we got the baby coming in February. I'm not going nowhere, dude. This is where I need to be. Got you know? a new house. Yeah. Got a baby on the way. <laughs> Podcast yeah, is crushing it. Business is good. That's amazing. Thank and, you, and, brother. And, and I feel like a lot of people, what we need to do all in general is not to let the clouds and the fog cover up our vision. Yeah. We need to focus on what we need to do and just fucking do it. Right? Because there's so much shit we can do versus worrying. Yeah. And I think worrying is is the cause of disease, it's the cause of yes. stress, it's the cause of not getting shit done because if you're fucking sitting around worrying, like you're not going to get nothing done. Yeah. You can't accomplish shit. And and one of the things that I felt like helped me also get through my little thing is is I'm like what did I do when I was like crushing it? Let's go back to those habits. Every night I go into my calendar. What am I going to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Do my to-do list. Not what I want to do first. What do I need to do first? What's the most important top to bottom? Uh-huh. Right. And I literally schedule everything in. Okay. And going back to something we talked about earlier, you're saying if somebody wants to really like break up and like totally understand what they're doing with their day 
They can literally go to a calendar. They can add all the activities that they're doing in the day. Then they can go back and say, shit, this week from four to 10, I watch TV. Yeah. Four to 10, I watch TV. Fuck. Now I need to cut it to five to 10. Yeah. Six to 10. Now six to nine. Right now, now I have more time to do something else. So if you go to a calendar and use a calendar, at least for me, I feel like a calendar holds me accountable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once I put it in there, it's like, oh shit, this is like, I'm getting notifications. I'm like, I know I got to do this or, you know, I, I just feel like it works for me. I think people need to find out what works for them. Yeah. In, in, in this busy world, in your business, in the podcast, you got a baby on the way. You got a house, just bought a brand new house. How, how do you manage your time? I don't know, man. I, I feel like I still have to, so much more time. You know, I, uh, I still spend time watching TV with Ash. We'll just be hanging out, watching TV, you know, on our phones and stuff. And I, I go to sleep late. You know, I don't wake up too early. So, I mean, from the outside looking in, it kind of probably looks like I'm doing a lot. But to me, I'm just like, man, you can do I so can much do more. I can do so much more. <laughs> I'm the same. You know? way, Bill. I, I, <laughs> but then I don't know if that's like me looking at it crazy or what. But I try to look at things logically and like, OK, logically, I'm dicking out this many fucking hours through the day. I could do something else. But this time that I'm dicking around is a time that I'm chilling not thinking about nothing i'm not stressing about nothing so how important is that to the rest of my day where i'm out grinding how much how much can i take away from this and add to this before this goes to shit yeah you know yeah it's that balancing act yeah and i'm always just trying to find you know i don't think you'll ever even find the perfect match for it just got to do it Yep. That's it. You know, Ash will tell me sometimes, like, like you just put way too much on your plate. I'm like, yeah, there was room, though. Yeah. <laughs> there was room. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. There was room. Let's add a little more to it, and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Fuck it. You know? No, no for sure, man. Um, and, and I feel like the more efficient you get with time and the more the hard work you put in, you end up getting more time. Yeah. Like, you know, you just got your video editor. So you're going to have more time because he's going to be able to do more video editing, do some of the video. Obviously, you're throwing stuff on your plate now that you're doing the daily vlog. But it's it's like a joyful thing that you do. Yeah. Which brings you peace. You enjoy it. And then, and then moving forward, as you keep growing, you're going to be able to buy time by being more successful, having more money so you can fund those things to give you more time so somebody else can do it. Yeah. Like in my store... Uh, at Happy Place Craft Beer, like I have a great staff, you know, uh, Brittany does a great job running it, uh, managing the hours and everything else. Garrett's like amazing with the craft beer. Um, we've got a young guy named Jordan and he's just enthusiastic and he yeah. loves craft beer. So he's always drinking, trying it, telling people. So I just got such a good, you know, overall staff in there that this is the first time like over the last couple of years where literally the business kind of runs itself. Hell yeah. Right. So now that that's happened, I'm also trying to find a transition from going from the guy that used to be there all the time. Right. To where am I going to allocate that time that I used to spend always there? Yeah. Right. So it's also like as we transition in our life, finding how am I going to because it doesn't make sense for me to be behind the counter 
all the time, right? Because now I need to do think bigger, right? What's my next step? Because if I'm going to open up a second location, I can't just be worrying about the shop or if I'm going to open up a bar or restaurant, which, which is next on the plate. Hell which, yeah. Yeah, man. We're going to, we're working on that right now. So yeah, right there on the property, right connected to the store. Wow, There's going to be bro. full on, full on restaurant bar think like hopefully you know with the county so right now we're just working on uh um with the team to come up with the plans and everything um already got the liquor license and everything so wow yeah so hopefully within six months to 12 months we can open um just gonna cross my fingers and shake some hands and talk to people and i want to create something fun and beautiful for for east east ventura because there's really nothing you know, you got one cool spot, Two Trees Cafe, which I like to go to. They have craft beer, they have good food. But on our side, we have nothing. We have so many houses coming up. So now that I'm in that position where I'm able to focus on that project, now it's like now that's my priority right now. Yeah. Right? So between that, sipping with Sky, I'm like I'm focusing most of my energy with that. I'm focusing a tenth of my, like 20% of my energy on the store versus 80%. Yeah. So now it's allowing me to do other things which which I'm thankful for, you know, and that all happens. I mean, growth is hard because it's like you're adding more work to your plate, but if all of a sudden you're doing better financially, you can always get other people to do the other work so you can focus on the things that other people can't do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. With that with the visions that you have and making those things happen, of course, bro. That's awesome. Congratulations, bro. Man, congratulate me when that shit opens. Bro, It'll happen. I'm, I, I'm not gonna try to take too many congratulations until the shit actually happens. You. Because right now it's like it's still a struggle because yeah. we're in unincorporated area. So Sadikoy, we're like the stepchild. Mm-hmm. The redheaded stepchild. We get treated like they don't really care about us. And, and and if you really break it down from a business standpoint, it makes sense mm-hmm. because the water is coming from the city of Ventura. Okay. Right. So if the city of Ventura is providing water to the unincorporated area, they're they're not going to make any money on the development of Satikoy. Got you. Right. So Satikoy is not developing anything. They're not losing. If they do or do not, they're not losing out. Uh, they're not. They're not going to get any tax revenue. Right, because it's unincorporated. It's in the county of Ventura, not in the city of Ventura. However, if they give us water, obviously there's going to be production there. So they don't really care for it. It doesn't like excite them because they're not making money off of it. And Sadi Koi is is never going to be is always going to be a liability financially for a city if it's not able to grow. Mm. Right. So the, it's just this vicious circle. You're not going to get water. You can't grow. You can't get bigger. You can't add jobs. You can't build mm. homes. You can't do any of this. So how is anything going to change, right? If you keep doing the same shit every single day and expect different results, it's stupidity, right? And that's exactly what's going on with uh, Sadikoy and the city of Ventura, right? So we're, we are dealing with that and we're hopeful, um, you know, with, with new leadership in the, uh, and the board of supervisors and I've been talking to more people in the city and the county and kind of showing them, hey, look, you know, we want to do this where before it was like, well, no one really wants to do anything. So now I'm like, I'm out there and I'm investing money into my plans, into 3D renderings to kind of show them like my vision of what I want to create. Yeah. So if I want to create something so beautiful for the area, when you're driving by, instead of looking at dirt. Right? I'm going to build something beautiful where people drive by. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool place to go to. Oh, we go there, you know? 
and and create something nice for Sadie Koi, I think it, it'll it'll start a, um, a domino effect. You're going to start seeing other business owners and other property owners start building, start doing in Sadie Koi. Like if you look at Telephone Road mm-hmm. above, right over there, there's a lot of development. Why? Because it's the city of Ventura. Mm. The reason you're not seeing it down the other side is because, you know, how the, big is Sadakoy? It's pretty small. Uh-huh. Um, it's just all the. It's a. I mean, it's quite a few houses in, in Sadakoy. Okay. But Sadakoy literally like where Telephone Road is, mm-hmm. right to where my shop is, and like EJ Harrison, all that area. That's Sadakoy. Okay, got you. Right. So yeah. before Sadakoy went all the way up. But the city of Ventura annexed it. So that mm. means that the city of Ventura took it over and they brought it into the city of Ventura because they're going to get all this development, which is going to property taxes, sales tax, this tax, that tax. So they're able to, you know, generate revenues. And the problem is, is between me and city of Ventura is a lot of properties that they don't want to take over. Mm. Right. So the only true way of us becoming a part of the city is if they take over the whole thing. But if they look at the financials, they're not going to want to do it. Yeah. Right. But now if if you had 10 property developers be like, hey, we want to do this project, then maybe the city of Ventura is like looking at the numbers like, oh, damn, maybe we should do it, you know, quite possibly. And then we can get water. Yeah. Because right now we're limited on how big of a water line. There's, there's a clause in there that says only a three quarter inch water line to do a major product. Uh, you know, like we're going to build like 50 homes okay. back there. Right, 50 homes, full brand new uh, complex and a restaurant right there. So it's a full development, it's three acres, right? I mean, we're talking about spending like probably 10, 15 million dollars, right? On this on the thing. Gotcha. And that's not even coming from the businesses. That's just the build out, mm-hmm. right? The homes and everything. So if you're gonna spend that, that type of money and you're willing to do that, but you can't get water because three quarter inch water line is not gonna be big enough. You know, you need a two inch water line now with all regulations. You know, there's fire hazard, there's this, you need sprinklers and blah, blah, blah. So it, we're literally told that you can't do anything because of the water. What about from Oxnard? Um, we're, they're not, we're not connected with Oxnard. Mm. So the water line's connected with the city. Oh, got you. And the other crazy part is, is the city pays like, uh, Ventura City pays about a million dollars a year. I could be off. So I'm just going to throw out a million dollars because that's the number that's in my head. Right, it could be like Bernstein, Bernstein. I'm totally <laughs> off. Right, it's like a hundred thousand different universe. A hundred thousand, man. Yeah, right. So I might be on a different universe than every everybody else. But but you know, going back to that is like they're paying a million dollars for this connection, mm-hmm. right? That they have to water from up north, but they haven't invested. They haven't invested in the actual piping to connect to it. Gotcha. So we're paying money towards a fund to get it, but we're not connected. Mm-hmm. So that's something I know they're working on. You know, I talked to Matt Levere, the mayor of Ventura, and he said, yeah, they're actively trying to get that done, but that, that process can take a couple of years. So now if that process, and the thing is this, it's not like I can take my project and say, hey, I want to build this. Let me design it, do all this. As soon as water is ready or available, then give it to me. I can't even move forward without a letter from the water company saying, we will serve you water. Mm-hmm. Damn. You that's why I'm telling you don't congratulate me yet until until we actually get it popping. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I got a feeling that we're gonna be able to do the restaurant part. Yeah. You know, the rest of development will take probably five to seven years, unfortunately. Um I'm I'm gonna be hopeful and hopefully get it done sooner. But you know, it's uh it's one of those things like you just gotta be persistent, you gotta believe it's gonna happen. You I got the vision in my head. Yeah. 
and I'm I'm ready to create some jobs and do something cool for our, you know our local community. Dude, but, I uh, love it, bro. It, you know, it just takes persistence and uh, it takes time, energy, and shaking hands, and it takes a whole lot of shit. <laughs> That's a big dream, bro. I love it, bro. That's commendable. So, what do you want your legacy to be when it's all over? You know, I just want people to really look at me and be like, "This guy had heart. He gave a shit about people. He was nice to people." And I'm not a selfish person. You know what I mean? Like to me, like I think that is one of the big parts of it. It's more about like my human kindness and how much I care about people. I think the more, the older I grow, that's kind of one of those things. And um, it's really somebody who, who busted their ass and worked hard and, you know, accomplished what, what I'm able to accomplish. I mean, there's a lot of, I want to do, and I feel like I'm just scratching the surface right now. Yeah. You know, like, like I spent my whole life to build my base. Now I got a solid foundation right now. My building can be built. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like all the hard work that I put in to take me from where I was to where I'm at is now allowing me to grow exponentially. You know? So I feel like what I've done in the last five years has been crazy. It's been huge, like financially, um, emotionally, mentally, everything. And then over the next five years, I feel is going to be. It's going to be massive. Hell yeah. I love it. Sky, you're the man, bro. Thank you so much for coming, brother. I appreciate it. Bro, I mean, I always love just hanging out, chilling with you, man. So Hell yeah. Anytime, bro. Dude, thank you, brother. We all got to get together for dinner one day um, with with uh, with Mambo, too, man. Let's do it. Let's, yeah. take it. let's take the ladies out and go somewhere fun. Hell yeah, dude. You know, I mean, I, I'll try to find a non-alcoholic vineyard somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Well, me and Ash are both not drinking right now, but okay. <laughs> we'll be the drivers. Okay. Does she, does she drink though? She does. She drinks Obviously, wine. Obviously right now she Yeah. That, okay. That's her jam. So then, you know what? We'll just take some athletic brewing for you. Right? <laughs> You'll be sipping that. We'll sip wine. And Hell yeah. That'll be cool, man. Um, Count me in, man. For Count sure. Sky, thank you though, bro. You, you have, you always have a great personality. You have a big personality and you just, your, your reputation, it goes far, bro. Like I've known about you before I even met you and I've always heard good things. This guy's a hustler, man. And you're doing it, man. Hey, we, we got to, you know, I mean, at the end of the days is after everything is said and done, I don't want to look back and said, what if, Yeah. what if, Hell what yeah. if I want to be like, I fucking did it. I tried and I temporarily failed and then I succeeded. So it's just, it's just all about being persistent and. And getting out there and grinding and and you know what surrounding yourself with people that that are grinding yeah. that are that are positive that have good energy that that are always making you think you know even if it's something completely that you've never thought about just opening up your mind i feel like it does something different for you yeah it really it allows you to to accomplish things you never thought because like i feel like our mind is like we only use so much of our mind and when other people trigger different things in our mind it it really I think it really takes us to another level. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Definitely, man. I hope I planted the seed of parallel universes in there and you're gonna be like, what the fuck was he talking about? And then I you mean, go down that rabbit hole. Hey, I'm, 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 <laughs> do you have a podcast that you've talked to somebody about that? I'm assuming you have. Yeah, I actually had this guy on. His name was Nick Hinton and uh, he's like a conspiracy guy, but on Twitter, he'll put together threads, like long ass threads. So... One of the threads that I did follow him from, this is an interesting story, dude. It was about how the world ended in 2012. 
You're like, what the fuck? How, what do you mean the world ended? And it has to do with parallel universes. It has to do with CERN. And it has to do with them and their hunt for the God particle. And you know, smashing atoms and things like that. And they actually did find that, that God particle. And the theory was that if what they were going to end up doing, they had a possibility of creating a black hole that would suck this or universe in and we would just all be gone but suppose like, don't suck this interview away this yeah. is a good one. <laughs> oh, we're already in <laughs> we're already in that universe we're in there this yeah. was in 2012 but when that ended up happening um we just got moved to a different universe a close by universe and that's why there's so many little changes here and there interesting and it sounds crazy right now please please believe me i i, I know while i'm saying it it sounds crazy but my guy Nick, he had a way of explaining it all. So if you go to um, his Twitter, he has a, a thread, a top thread that says all of his other threads. And then you could just trip out and read them. But we had him on the podcast. And uh, we're actually going to have him on again pretty soon. He uh, he wrote a book. And it's about the, the Saturn cube. I guess there's some cube on Saturn that controls us or what it's it's crazy bro and uh, he's writing a, another book so as soon as he finishes that second book he's gonna come back on the pod again for entertainment purposes i cannot wait to listen to that oh podcast. dude you gotta check it out i'm gonna bro. listen to that first one and then i'll listen to the please next one, do man. man please bro but sky before we get out of here man where can people listen to uh sipping with sky at so it's on pretty much all the platforms it's just sipping not with the g s-i-p-p-i-n sipping with sky uh, you can get it on all the platforms. Um, and then uh, on Instagram, uh, you can follow the Sippin' with Sky at Sippin' with Sky or my personal Instagram, which is Sky Sunner, uh-huh. S-K-Y-S-U-N-N-E-R. Or if you're into craft beer or liquor or, you know, or non-alcoholic beer like yeah, you are, right? Hell yeah. Uh, you could find uh, us at We Deliver Liquor. Um, I usually manage pretty much um, all of the social medias, so... You know, you can DM me or hit me up on any of them. Got you. Now, we got our Oxnard locals listening right now, man. Explain to them where uh, the happy place is and where can they uh, go get happy at. Right. So, uh, we're located on Wells Road. So, right over the bridge, right there in Satikoy, next to Satikoy Self Storage. Uh, We're a full-on craft beer shop. We get stuff that most places don't get uh, just because we reach out to all these little breweries or big breweries that, you know, don't distribute and build a relationship with them. So we've been able to get a lot of that, a lot of specialty uh, whiskeys. And then also we do a lot of cool little specials too. Mm. Like we do uh, Michelada Mondays, which is 20% off. Oh, sick. Tequila Tuesday. You know, when Frank the Tank was drinking, he would have appreciated <laughs> that, right? Yeah. So, you know, 20% <laughs> off on Wednesdays, whiskey whiskey Wednesday. And the and the lady said, you got to do wine Wednesday. So we, we yeah, had wine Wednesday. Gotta, wine. <laughs> got to take care of, you know, our ladies too that like wine. And the guys, everybody. You know, so we, we do a lot of daily specials, and if someone else has a better idea to do another special, just shoot me a DM, and we'll probably do it. Hell yeah, I love it. Sky, thank you so much for your time, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, bro, man. Th- thanks for having me, man. Always right. a good time. We're out of here, brother. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We want to give a huge shout-out to our sponsor, Heel Toe Automotive. Been around since 2002, supplying you guys with all your Honda parts. Make sure you guys check them out at HeelToeAuto.com. Next up is Action Clutch. Clutch is made here in Los Angeles. You guys can check them out at Action Clutch. 
manscaped.com and if you uh need to get a little trim downstairs hit up manscaped.com and use checkout code dtwd for 20 percent off plus free shipping and we wanted to welcome our newest sponsor aerial motive we want to thank them for supporting the downtime with downstar team and you guys can check them out at aerial motive inc.com and if you use checkout code dtwd get 10 percent off and uh thank you guys for listening once again this is downtime with downstar episode 210 and we're out peace